0: The Instuff Podcast is sponsored by scratch Band. Just stop touching your face. Don't make me explain why anymore. It's gross. I don't care if you buy ScratchBand or come up with some other way to do it, but just quit. I mean, it's the easiest way I've found to quit touching my face, but, you know, whatever works for you. ScratchBand, join the evolution. More information at ScratchBand.life, also available on Amazon.com.
1: Them?
0: Oh, I'll put them on. Okay. In a, should I put them on now? Yes. <laughs> I, don't know how to, I don't know how to put glasses on all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> you can wear both pairs at the same time. Are they bifocals? Yes. They are.
0: Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Kristen so good to see you after two weeks
1: it's been so long
0: it has been a long time other than yesterday when i helped you move that armoire into your house yes thank you so much which i (laughs) (laughs) was really happy that was really happy (laughs) but we did it without hurting ourselves and without yelling at each other or
1: i've never yet wait that's just not that's we don't have precedent for that
0: (laughs) no no some people are you you a ragey
1: mover Mm, when it's my stuff
0: that's moving maybe because the stress and i'm so unhappy about moving (laughs) but uh i don't know when it's other people's stuff i'm just like i get ragey when it's clear they're not packed and they're not organized oh then i get angry
1: i would not get ragey because i was like one yay new stuff and two i have help
0: yeah (laughs) there's nothing to be
1: upset about yeah
0: yeah but there's a lot of opportunity for miscommunication, which can make people angry. Like, no, why are you turning? Like pivot the other way. What don't you know?
1: All that stuff is simple for me. But like, you're I a patient.
0: Pac- you're a patient person. Obviously, we've been doing lectures and podcasts now for like two years. <laughs> if you were not a patient person, you would have burned my house to the ground by now.
1: Yeah, as long as you don't drop this podcast in my foot, we're good.
0: All right. Let's <laughs> try not to. <laughs> um so i just got back from a trip to michigan
1: boy your arm's tired
0: and boy i didn't say flight (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) but uh one of the things that's technology related that's very interesting to me about this is i i i suffer from kind of dual personality issues really that i i wonder if other people listening struggle with as well and it I wonder how much, too, it is a firstborn thing. But I have these two competing desires. I don't know if I've if we've talked about this before. Where there's one half of me wants to go and make a name for myself and be famous and, and bring glory to my family name. Okay. And the other half just wants to live in my mom's basement forever. <laughs> and these do not... These are not compatible, but they are in me. They are the same person who has two totally opposing points of view that are pulling... In both directions. Mm -hmm. And so far, you know, the one that just like pulling toward glory is has been winning because, you know, you want to like, as a firstborn, I felt a fair amount of pressure to, you know, I remember my mom or maybe my dad saying in the car one day, like, you are our only hope to know someone famous. And I took that (laughs) stuff as like, as like a decree from God, you know, like God had like handed down to me. Like Moses and the Ten Commandments that this is your duty as the eldest son is <laughs> to bring glory to our family, oh wow, but so that's like why I'm in Alaska to go do adventurous things and make a name for myself and but there's also the part of me that just wants to go back to Michigan and do nothing of significance and just hang around with family, <laughs> you know be a regular person and just be a regular person instead of whatever i am right now (laughs) and so because of that struggle i often have this feeling of you know i get homesick fairly regularly and i've just lived in an almost constant state of being conflicted about living in alaska versus going back to michigan so on this last trip i brought my 3d camera because i thought you know Next time that I'm like wishing I could be back in Michigan, which was exceptional this time because of COVID, it's been two years since I've been able to go back. So these feelings got a lot stronger. But I thought, you know, I'm going to take pictures of my mom still lives in the house where I was born and raised and, um, and has this cottage that's been in the family for like three generations. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take pictures of all these places in my 3d camera. And then in my VR headset, it's like, I can go back. And I've just yesterday finished converting all these pictures and getting them uploaded into the headset. It's kind of a... It's a long process. It can take hours and hours for the, you know, I don't know, 100-some pictures and some video that I took. And um, been going through and looking at it, and it's really interesting because it does make you feel like you're there again, which is really weird and something that... I've never been able to cuz you look at a picture you don't get that sense of place. And in the past I'd try to like record audio from there, you know, to try and kind of put myself back in there and I'd done some 360 pictures, but the resolution's kind of lousy and when it's not 3D, it also doesn't have that feeling. But when it's 3D, so what I can do is take a 3D 180 degree mm-hmm. picture. You feel like you're there. Especially oh, wow. especially with video. And this is the Views Camera V U Z E that I'm using. That I got for a few hundred bucks, and it does it does well in a good, consistent, bright light. It does terrible with contrast. So if you're in a dark room filming something outside, the windows will just be blown out. You can't see any details. That's too bad. And in the dark, it's super grainy and not not great. But in a in a well lit you know exterior lighting or even inside if it's really well lit it does a nice job and so it's in this is the first time where i feel like i've been able to capture some of my old stomping ground and bring it back here in a way that this fairly feels like you can kind of go back if you want to that's interesting yeah so it's a it's um a kind of Fascinating element of new technology and the, the potential it has for nostalgia and for mentally transporting you to places that in a very convincing way that, that previously we haven't been able to. So seeing something in 3D that's pretty, pretty good resolution and being able to look around is there's really a pretty convincing way to put yourself back somewhere, hm and
1: that's kinda cool,
0: yeah, and on top of that, you know these are pictures I took like last week, but in terms of this nostalgia element, it really makes me wonder about how much better we'll be able to remember things because. Like, I I took some video of my mom driving the car into the garage. And now I can go and look at that, and I can see everything in her garage. You know, I can be like, oh, she's got a trimmer, and she's got – there's a lawnmower, and there's this (laughs) bike that she borrowed. And when you normally take a picture, it's pretty small, and and you get a kind of narrow um, tunnel vision view of -hmm. a place. But when you take a picture in certainly 360, but even 180 3D – I mean, you can, you can look around and you can remember all the details that you, that you forgot, you know, from some location or, uh, you know, a birthday toy party 20 years ago. So that's kind of, you know, kind of like with the life logging camera, which I wore there too, <laughs> taking pictures, every, you know, documenting everything, but I'm, I'm trying now, like I took pictures inside you know my old house and inside the cottage and i want to take a picture of my daughter's room here and stuff you know and in, in 20 years we can pop that into the vr viewer and it will be like she is standing in her room you know she won't be able to walk around but she can look around and the 3d will really make you feel like you're there it's a level of archiving that i think is and i hate to use this word cuz it sounds really pretentious but it feels transcendent. Ah. Ugh. Ugh. That's
1: not the word i thought you were going to use. <laughs> I,
0: hate I just that. thought you were going to say I hate that word but i don't know i don't know what other word to to use to describe the fact that it's going from kind of a arms length nostalgia to an immersion nostalgia.
1: I'd say immersive.
0: It's immersive, it's holodeck level nostalgia. You know mm-hmm. what i mean? Not a hundred percent. Like you're not talking to the people and interacting with them, but it's in that ballpark.
1: Well, that's that's interesting. I'm not a nostalgic person, mm. and my parents moved away like the year I graduated from high school. Like they okay. moved, mm-hmm. so I've never really gone back. Yeah, so I never really think about it. Mm-hmm. So it's that's an interesting thing to think about capturing is like the place that you grew up and your old stomping grounds because that's, that's not an opportunity i had had.
0: Right. And i don't i i still don't know if it's good or bad. I think i've certainly have struggled with being i think nostalgic to an unhealthy level. Sort of i think as we've talked about the like the harry potter mirror where you where you can't get on with your life because you're too obsessed with remembering the past. Right. But if you have a, if you can look at it with in a healthy way, and you're looking at it just and it makes you feel good and and gives you some sense of history and belonging, it's it's a pretty amazing thing. So, anyway, I would encourage people who are obsessed with nostalgia, like me, or people with kids, think about getting a a views or some other three D camera. That's the one that that I liked. That we, we can do a review of sometime.
1: What if the views camera was able to do live three d video streaming.
0: that might be possible, but you I've need never the software. To... I've never had like awesome enough internet for it, but you can connect it to your phone to control settings on it. but I'm not sure if you can stream three d, but i I', I I'm assume just there's... wondering
1: about for the future
0: uh-huh why? what, what gets you
1: not only would you be able to. Uh, let's see revisit places you've been but you could you know how we have webcams you can dial up a webcam essentially and see what's happening Mm -hmm. different places around the world but this would be more of an immersive experience Mm -hmm. you'd have a webcam but you could actually walk through the scene where the camera is located
0: yeah i would say zoom in 180 3d with no lag would be absolutely epic and it would make you feel like you're actually there instead of the sort of weird way that we do things now with zoom uh, zooming into whatever birthday parties or or just to catch up with with family and friends the 3d element adds a tremendous amount to it so yeah that's i mean one of the things that technology could bring us in the next five years or so it just we need blazing fast broadband for it and you know a a a bit of blending of technology because they're going to want to see you they don't necessarily need to see you in 3d but need to see you like even on an ipad or something and then you need to be able to see them through 3d what i want to see is a smartphone that has two cameras on it for 3d that irritates me that I haven't seen anything like that yet. We've already got like five cameras. They're jamming on this thing, and the distance between you know, if you put one on either end of the the smartphone, you easily can get the the three the distance necessary for 3D. And you know, you can make it simple like the the views doesn't allow you to change the focus of where the two eyes are looking. That's one of the things that um, that's important is. The two eyes need to be converging on an object; otherwise, it doesn't work. Right. And so, it's kind of set. I think on the views, it's probably like three or four feet away. If you get any closer than that, it'll like give you a headache because the the distance isn't wrong, isn't right. Uh-huh. I took a a couple pictures that were a little too close, and looking at them in the in VR, you're like, yeah, that's that's uncomfortable. But it's <laughs> I don't know; it'd be super easy to do that with a phone and i guess it's kind of like well then what do you do with it you can't really see 3d on your phone unless you're gonna get well super weird screens you can see 3d on a 2d screen but it's a way more complicated screen
1: my phone's supposed to be able to scan 3d models but it's really unreliable
0: yeah yep the 3d scanning of stuff is is tough i had an app for the phone too and it's just like yeah. kind of lame but anyway, so that was one kind of technological note from this trip that I was trying to do document everything, and I've been pretty happy with with uh, how how realistic it feels to be there. Exciting. And maybe I can show you at some point. Except I have the I had the lens correctors on my on my uh, headset, so.
1: But what about the other pair? I have
0: to pop those off. All the f- pictures are on this one, so I have to. Oh, I, get I it. guess I could. Copy them over. Why is there
1: no shareable cloud for VR? I don't know. That's awful. We've
0: already talked about this, but it still blows my mind that when you get a new VR headset, all of your game progress is just flushed down the toilet.
1: Yeah, it's dumb.
0: So that that doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, any news from your world for the last couple weeks?
1: How could I compete with a story like that?
0: With 3D nostalgia? (laughs) that's another good band name
1: (laughs) yeah no my life has been pretty simple it's still building a fire pit so yeah yeah very low tech
0: yes but it's a great great way to hang out outside what's your gonna what's your mosquito plan are you only gonna have fire fire is my mosquito
1: plan okay they're all gonna burn it's
0: gonna be quite the blaze they're
1: gonna be smoked out
0: i'll bring my like silver lined firefighter suit
1: what i did was i picked a spot that gets um early to late evening sun because mm. that whole back field is exposed um oh yeah in twilight well i guess all afternoon and so like 11 p.m it mm-hmm. gets sunlight cool so until the sun actually sets the mosquitoes aren't an issue good so it's good yeah. cool
0: well i look forward to the invite i'll bring some
1: Yes, sure. Pit
0: warming wood.
1: Pit, oh, I have plenty of wood. Don't oh, worry about it. All right. It. Never mind. I appreciate the offer, of, <laughs> the offer of wood. However, like part of my motivation for getting the fire pit going so early is that there's a wood pile that was there before I moved in. Wow. And half of that wood, I think, is just punky and it needs oh, to go yeah. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So I'm you going know, to sort through my wood pile and get ready for winter that way.
0: Right. Well, that's a good way to burn it outside. When it's lousy wood. (laughs) Well, today we are talking about the Alexa Echo Frames. It's a review podcast and I'm wearing them. I
1: forgot you switched your glasses. They don't look You didn't notice? (laughs) I remember you switching them, but then I just totally spaced that you had switched your glasses out. They look very much like regular glasses to me. Okay. Well. I am a non-glasses wearer.
0: Yes. I disagree. But let's uh, start off with the basics. (laughs) They're from Amazon. They are basically Bluetooth headphones. There's no, like, none of that fancy Google Glass video projection or cameras or anything like that. All they have is audio. And so they... It's kind of like having a smart speaker strapped to your face. The one thing that is kind of cool is that they have this kind of odd audio projection. So instead of having earbuds in, it will project sound into your ears.
1: So is it, are they bone conducting?
0: I knew you were going to ask me that because you're so obsessed with bone conduction.
1: Because I think it just sounds better than regular speakers.
0: Um, I guess I could have done better. I don't. I don't. Rec- I thought they were bone conducting, but I don't remember off the top of my head. You can you can look it up for me. I'm back from vacation. Don't ask me questions about bone conducting. <laughs> but
1: I think that they are
0: the 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 cool. Th- I mean, yeah. So what else? They come in like nope. two. No, they're not. Yeah, they're really basic in many ways. Really, the only fancy thing is the fact that they've got this. Of course I got a microphone on it so they can hear you. And it's that they can play music in your ears, but then you can also hear things around you. And it's this music is quieter for other people, but you can still hear it. And I don't even know if these I guess I should turn them on. Let's turn them on and see if they actually work. Let's see if I can remember how to turn them on. I pushed a button and driver, things are happening. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So we'll see how much people can hear. I'm gonna bring my glasses down
1: i can hear from over here
0: so alexa play my soundtrack is it not connected to my phone so this is part of one of the reasons where i was like i don't these echo frames were one of the things that Started to push me over the edge of I have too much technology in my life. Really? Because <laughs> I was like, why am I having to troubleshoot my glasses? My grandfather <laughs> never had to troubleshoot. I mean, other than like maybe a screw falls out of them or something like that,
1: <laughs> or if you crack them right, right in the center.
0: Sure. So I'm like sitting here, sitting here trying to. Okay, it says it's connected. Alexa, play my soundtrack says it's on echo frames a hundred percent I don't know why all right I'm gonna try and play some music and then see if I can beam it through my oh there it is I can hear it can you hear it quietly yeah, and I can hear it pretty good even though I have headphones on and so you know that's kind of one of the one of the nice things about it um for me, with a smart house, I went around and put smart speakers everywhere so I could basically be anywhere in the house and control it, even in, in the car, too. Um, all Alexa stuff. And if I had echo frames, I wouldn't have needed to to do that much to control my house. But if somebody else was in the house, they would also have to have the frames or they would not be able to control so much stuff. So... There were some cool moments like, you know, I got, you know, from from walking around outside. I can be walking up my driveway and say, you know, turn on the, the house lights or whatever. You and, can
1: take phone calls because you called me.
0: And you can take phone calls, but...
1: Or maybe I called you.
0: Does it really matter? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because it, it does have the, the tap sense of uh, sensitivity on the side, like, um, Google glass mm-hmm. did where you can like tap to select and double tap to. So there's, there's, and I, you know, and then you got to memorize, like, how do I, do I tap to once to accept a call and how do I hang up?
1: That's funny. I have, I struggle with that too. Cause you know, there are a number of non-visual interfaces, but mm-hmm. there, none of them have been standardized to the point that it's intuitive. If you're switching between platforms, what those cues mm-hmm. are?
0: Yeah, I don't remember if sliding works or not. I mean, <laughs> no. I wore them for a while, but um, I, I just, I felt like I looked. You, you apparently think I look normal in these. Things. I
1: think you look normal. They don't look t- to me. They don't look terribly different than your regular glasses. They're just yeah. a little bit heavier in the frame. Right. Yeah, they're and not I, like BCGs.
0: BCGs, yeah. What's that?
1: The <laughs> I guess that's an army thing. They, if you're in the military, you're issued mm-hmm. um, prescription glasses, and they all have the same frame. Oh, and BCGs ouch. stands for birth control glasses because <laughs> none of them are attractive.
0: <laughs> ouch! <laughs> nice. Well, now, now I know a little bit more military terminology.
1: <laughs> Critical. Yes.
0: I think they are definitely BCGs, but they also make me look like an architect. I haven't, I don't have a large sample size on this, but I feel like architects generally seem compelled <laughs> to pick out glasses that make a really bold statement and tell the world I'm an architect.
1: Have you watched the series on YouTube titled Mr. Glasses? Mr. Glasses is an architect.
0: Oh, of course. Yes. Hey, well, that only confirms it. Yeah. <laughs> So I feel like my my glasses are making a statement that my body my my glasses are writing checks that my body can't cash. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> to put a spin on the Top Gun phrase, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I like my mouth to do the talking, not my glasses. I like my glasses <laughs> to get out of the way. So, oh and I also have a round face and stuff. So I'm the kind of person who has to try on a hundred pair of glasses. Before I find one that doesn't make people snicker when I put them on,
1: I think the the case is that you have to find try on a hundred pair of glasses until you feel comfortable with the glasses. Yeah, those, I don't know. They don't look they look good on you.
0: I want to be the kind of person who can wear cool glasses and stuff, and I've determined I'm not. I have to wear rectangular black, light, you know, thin framed glasses, or I look I like an idiot. That-
1: are they not in anymore? But I guess no, heavy I, frames
0: are in. I, am happy with the glasses I I have. But anyway, if you have a face <laughs> that is picky about glasses, uh, echo frames are not going to work. I realize for you. that's
1: not a thing, right?
0: Yeah, it is. Some people can pull off. If you have a nice square face, oh my gosh, you can pull off any glasses ever. But it's not and- their face
1: that's picky; it's the wearer. Yeah
0: fine I don't, I don't care that much I'll let you have it but I'm going to still believe it <laughs> um, but if you're like the yeah if you're like the guy that they use for the modeling photos for Echo Frames like that dude's square jaw and face you know he can he could strap on a, a couple of you know coke bottles and people are like wow I want a pair of those coke bottles they're so trendy they're so cool looking <laughs> and then you put them on and you're like I look like Mr. Magoo so a echo frames are not for you if if you have a face that uh um if if you're like me and you have to try on you know a 100 pairs not to find the best ones i don't try in 100 pairs of of glasses to find the best ones i try in 100 pair of glasses to find the one pair that literally doesn't make me look like a moron that's the difference it's not i'm not a maximizer i it's uh it's a, uh, what, <sighs> find a pair of glasses or people don't snicker. So anyway, you have like black <laughs> and you have like black and blue are the two options. So there's not a lot of options. They're $250. It's crazy. Without the lenses, you got to pay like another 70 bucks or at least I did to get an online lens company to make them because I took, went to Costco and Costco's like, oh, we're not putting lenses in this. So you also have to hunt around a little bit to find someone who will put lenses in them.
1: Where did you find somebody?
0: I just Googled okay. it. I don't remember what was off the top of head. And they're fine. But, you know, a lot of times for me, since I officially wear bifocals, like there's some stuff they like have to do to make sure that the bifocals are at the right point and everything. Mm-hmm. And because I, I sort of knew... These probably weren't going to be my new favorite glasses. I didn't get them like blended bifocals. I just had the line. Yeah. And so it makes me feel like I'm constantly about to cry. <laughs> when I was telling you that whole nostalgia story, I was like, am I crying about how much like I miss my ancestral home? And it's just like, no, it's it's the blurriness of the bifocals down here. But then it started creating an emotional response. Where I felt like I was actually crying because I thought I was crying, but I'm not. So anyway, um, that's a little bit tricky too. Um, And then, yeah, there's like the whole weird... I would
1: have never guessed. You handled that really well.
0: Now I still feel like I'm almost crying. And it's because these dang bifocals (laughs) making me feel like my eyes are welling up. So short answer is don't buy them. But um, yeah, I think, you know... Amazon's deal here is hey, these are basically just bluetooth headphones which we could charge
1: but they're not it's like you're wearing 30 a smart bucks for in your head. I think that's the It's difference. not any
0: different than my air my earbuds, what are they called? earbuds? earbuds from from e- iPhone
1: except that they have Alexa connected to them.
0: My earbuds have Siri connected to them. I can talk through Siri through my earbuds.
1: So as you have been using those frames, uh-huh. did you ever go back and see if you could listen to any of the recordings? No, okay. you've
0: told me that that's possible, and I have never. I gone know.
1: Back. Well, I know it is for Google Assistant. I've never tried mm-hmm. with Alexa. Okay, but I also refuse to install like. For those glasses, I installed the Alexa app on my phone just so we could try out like phone calls and stuff like that, which was mm-hmm. interesting. I yeah. could hear things that were happening in your lap more clearly than I could some other things.
0: In my lap?
1: Yeah. Remember, I called and you were just, you were talking and Ginger, the cat, mm-hmm. was messing around like in your, like below you. Yeah. When oh, you I were, see. You were like digging around yeah. in the utensil drawer and I was like, what's going on? Yeah. It was really loud.
0: Which I have that same problem with the earbuds. What is what the th- iPhone thing called? Airbuds? Earbuds? AirPods. AirPods. Thank you. Something I should know. Where the mic is pointed down, so I found I can't, you know, I try and multitask with some people when when they're calling. Um, but you
1: can't tap dance and take a phone but call. But I
0: can't unload not. or load the dishwasher because <laughs> they're like, what are you doing? Like doing fireworks or shooting skeet or something? I'm like, No. I'm just trying to get dishes out of. I'll try and do it really quietly, but you have to. I found fi- folding laundry is something you can do with with those. So the problem with these in phone calls was the echo. You get that kind of like breaker breaker over kind of thing, mm-hmm. where um, if you're talking, if we talk over each other, you hear. Your your own echo, which is very hard to I talk. See, I
1: remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd forgotten.
0: And that's happened across a couple different people I've talked to. So that's a major problem. Yeah. If it, if that, if the phone call quality was good or better, I would I would be more inclined because it is pretty handy to to have be able to take a call in the car mm. with glasses on. And I like listening to music, but also feeling like I can hear things around me. I certainly like being able to control smart um, devices and and make phone calls with just my voice. But I kind of like don't feel like these are anything... I, I feel like Amazon is wildly overcharging for basically smart headphones. 250 bucks like come on you can get you can get the um airpods AirPods, thank you i knew i was hoping (laughs) you would bail me out on that one for i don't know what 150 bucks or something something like that yeah yeah.
1: but they're still pricey yeah and a lot of smart speakers are less expensive than those frames are which is interesting too Mm mm-hmm huh
0: yeah, it's also got this, you know, proprietary charger.
1: Oh, look at that.
0: Which is magnetized and
1: it looks like the old MacBook Pro charger. It
0: is. Yeah, exactly. And so that's irritating because of course I got the glasses, but it took me a long time to get the um prescription in. So I misplaced this. So when I finally got the prescription, I couldn't find the cable to charge the glasses. And it's not compatible with anything else. So if you don't have the cable, you're out of luck on charging your glasses. So I understand why they have to do that. Because if you're wearing these glasses, you might go in the rain and other things. And there is no real standardized magnetized connection like this. Mm-hmm. you know. And something like USB-C gunk could get in there. So they'd have to put like a cover over it. So I understand why they did it, because it it's resilient to dirt and and other things getting into the system, but it's kind of a pain that you have to have this specific yeah. magnetized connector, and um, and it's not, if you forget it, you know, and you go traveling or something, you're going to have to buy another one, or your glasses are going to go dead. Also, the battery life isn't fantastic. I would say it's on par with the um, earbuds, hmm. earbuds. AirPods? AirPods.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why, don't they, why don't they just...
0: I I guess they can't call them iPods. We already had an iPod. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Eye ears. The eye ears. That's what it should have been. <laughs> um, oh you know, like I get a few... out uh, I like to listen to music all the time because it distracts me from my depression. <laughs> you know?
1: But how long, if you're doing that, how long does your battery
0: last? Uh, these, it's probably... Three hours ish? Not
1: even close to a whole day.
0: No. Wow. And then it starts warning you. Ugh. Echo frames at twenty percent. Echo frames at ten percent. And then done. So if you like listening to music all the time, echo frames are not gonna have your back on that. You're gonna they're fine if you just wanna use them to talk and you wanna listen to music occasionally. But if you're like me and you like to constantly listen to music, they're not gonna make it the whole day. For yeah, sure.
1: that's a deal breaker for me,
0: yeah, which is funny because they're so darn thick Why you know they're the like battery what battery? what is that a quarter inch at least yeah. on either arm at least you can't pack enough, enough battery in that to last you know seven I mean, hours when of you're music
1: wearing them they don't look like they're that heavy but yeah when you take them off yeah. they are substantial
0: so I I struggle to think of a person who really would benefit from these. I guess if you're, it's going to say if you're taking a lot of phone calls, but the people who are, you're, you're talking to are going to hate you because they're getting a bunch of echo. If you want to listen to music all day, if you live alone and you don't want to buy a bunch of smart speakers, but you want to be able to control everything in your house,
1: it's interesting this ecosystem of smart devices or enabled devices um, that Amazon is coming out with because they have those and they have mm-hmm. that Halo Band mm-hmm. that we've been that's floating around.
0: Yeah, I still got to try that.
1: But that one doesn't have a microphone in the sense that it doesn't have a speaker. It has a microphone cause, so it'll listen, mm-hmm. but it doesn't ever play anything back. Ah, which is that to me is something that I wonder about for the future because Amazon is testing all of these smart devices. So they have all the dots and the smart speakers and Mm -hmm. you have all Alexis connected into your smart house. But then you have these frames that are listening to conversations that you're having, that you're having. And the halo band is listening to the tone of your voice. So Mm -hmm. there are recordings that you can play back. And I think that opens up Amazon to vertically integrate different uh, services into like what the services they have now, like there's all of Amazon shopping, but Mm -hmm. you have these smart devices and your smart home, you could have an Amazon pharmacy. And then all of a sudden you have these virtual doctor's appointments, let's say that you could schedule and it's all just kind of integrated into your smart ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know how I feel about that yet.
0: Yeah i feel creeped out kind of yeah
1: (laughs) that's a lot of i mean that has very quickly gotten into the personal space bubble
0: right yeah and honestly um i don't know how you mute these things certainly you can turn them off but it's not i'd have to double check do you like tap it this I guess me, you tap it to mute it. I don't know because <laughs> I don't remember. You're
1: looking for something very small on your glasses, and you need glasses to actually see the thing on your glasses. It's mm-hmm. an impossible situation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the because the smart speakers, it's easy. You just push the the do not button, and you can mute things. So a little trickier with this. I would say if you if you like listening to music, if you like having an assistant I guess around all the time but you don't like having headphones in then that's a kind of a narrow niche that these could fill because you know when I'm I'm around the house with my daughter I feel like it's kind of antisocial to have my um earbuds in
1: sure but do you still talk to your phone as your assistant then or the house
0: uh well, then I would probably talk in theory I could talk to Siri through those. Okay. Or or I talk to the house, but I could see kind of yeah, kind of a benefit of that. Like if you're if you're in a place where you you wanna interact with people around you, but you also want this assistant and music connection. This this could be good for you. Hmm. But it yeah. Otherwise, I feel like just a regular pair of, of smart Bluetooth speakers that can connect to your phone and use the smart assistant on your phone will do the I, trick.
1: I bet there's a certain segment of the population who don't like using earbuds because they're yes. just uncomfortable.
0: Yep. They're uncomfortable. They don't stay in. Yeah. Um, and they're easy to lose. So that's, yeah, that's a downside. And uh yeah maybe if you're exercising and you I don't know your earbuds get earbuds get sweaty or something. Ew. I don't know. Yeah. Gross. That is gross.
1: You could have you could wear them when you play poker. It's too bad there's not like a walkie-talkie system. <laughs> and, like you can beam visuals out to people.
0: Sure. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I um I I feel like a lot of technology it's not just does it work or not, but how much it costs. If mm-hmm. these were 75 bucks, I'd probably be like, yeah, you know, they're a little bit more than than your lower end Bluetooth speakers, but sure. they've got their advantages. But at 250 bucks, get out of town. <laughs> this is nonsense.
1: That's expensive. And as somebody who doesn't wear glasses, I mm-hmm. would never venture to even purchase a pair. Right. Because I don't wear glasses for anything else unless they're safety glasses.
0: Right. Yeah. Which these almost are. They're so thick. But anyway, yeah. And, you know, compared to to um, Google Glass, where it felt like there was a barrier between you and whoever you're talking to because there's, like, this little screen. It's nice that, I mean, you don't – you didn't even recognize that I had – change my glasses out I
1: forgot. Yeah. so
0: there's there there isn't that element of technologies in the way even though in theory i could be listening to music but you'd still still hear it but and i still have that connection to technology here i have it handy but it's not impacting my interactions with people it's not getting in the way
1: that's cool
0: so yeah but if it had like some kind of ar thing it could beam over it or you got to be careful with a camera on glasses because that immediately goes creepy on people. But
1: you're really paranoid with the camera and glasses thing. <sighs>
0: um, As. Yeah, I mean, I, I wore Google Glass for probably a month and it creates problems pretty quickly when you have a camera on your face.
1: Well, so let me let me be more specific. It's because not because you're recording everything, but people know that there's a camera on your face.
0: It's a social barrier. Yeah. The other thing, because you know, I was wearing my life logging camera, and I wore it to the airport when I uh, was we were flying back, and one of the gate attendants was like, "Is that a camera? You can't you can't take pictures of us and our name tags." I was what? like, "She's like, is that camera on?" I was like, "Oh no, it's not on." Well, yeah, it was on, but. Um. Yeah. So you know you run into that issue too.
1: That's not anything that I've ever heard in the the I've, airport briefings. I've never
0: heard of that before, but apparently that's a thing. You know, taking pictures going through TSA hmm. is kind of a a no no, and other security. Yeah. I remember one time I think I had the life logging camera on when I was going through security on a cruise ship, and they're like, "No pictures." So that's kind of an interesting. thing too like when your camera is embedded in your glasses what do you do if you're in a place where you're not allowed to take pictures you're just gonna go blind i don't know yeah that's
1: weird
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna that's a it's a thing that you know i feel like google glass was a shot across the bow that uh um for society like we're entering potentially entering an era where people can have glasses cameras on all the time what what are we going to do for security and all that and
1: everybody just gets to see everything
0: I don't know but are you really going to tell someone that they can't wear their glasses when they go through TSA or are you going to tell them they can't wear their glasses when they go to a movie because they might be pirating the movie <laughs> that's crazy so anyway do you have any other thoughts you wore them for a little while right
1: I wore them for like five minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They're not anything that I would buy.
0: They're not heavy.
1: They're not. So
0: that's nice. You know, one of the problems with Google Glass was it, it was like heavy on right, one right, the right side. Right. So after, if, especially if you were wearing them over glasses, you know, it, it kind of wore on your face after a while. These are plenty light. They're plastic, you know. Google
1: Glass really announced that you wanted to be a weirdo. Yeah. Because they the were glasses cyborg. without glass
0: right yeah you could get them yeah you could get them without glasses or you could kind of wear them over your glasses which was really goofy looking but i mean we we should we'll have to talk about google glass on its own at some point but generally even uh, people were curious when i when i would wear it i didn't get a lot of like fear or paranoia so much but
1: no one punched you in the face.
0: Not for that, no. <laughs> but uh, no one's going to notice these. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's kind of another another nice thing about them is they don't stand out as technology. So if you want to have technology, but you don't want to make a statement about it, these these can work for that. But, man, the price has got to come way down for yeah. what they do.
1: I would be really interested to see a model that does have bone conduction audio.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that could be cool. My main thing would be if there was way better call quality and way better battery life, yeah, that's I would you. be much more, much more interested. If I, if I could get, you know, I don't know, I don't 10 hours of music, but I don't know, maybe seven hours of music.
1: You still need to be able to wear the glasses all day. They need to right. go from the minute you are awake to the minute right. you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That's the minimum amount of time.
0: Right. And... My, you know, my new question now for technology is, does is what it delivers worth the inevitable troubleshooting, and how much troubleshooting will there be? <laughs> and uh, these, I don't think these are are giving you enough to be worth the eventual hassle of who knows every six months they get disconnected or something, and you have to you have to troubleshoot it. That'd be a pain. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I only had one one issue so far that. I don't probably was not related to the glasses. I just had a general Alexa issue that sort of got my smart house screwed up uh, a few weeks ago. But yeah, I mean, you're troubleshooting your glasses. Grandpa never had to do that. No. Is that how you want to be spending your time? No. But grandpa also had to get up off the couch to turn on the lights and I don't have to do that.
1: Well, maybe at some point they could also be uh, an integrated technology for people that need um, hearing aids.
0: Sure. That's the potential. Um, and iPhones already have, have that with the earbuds. There you go. Um, where you can basically place your phone across the table or something in, in here. Kind of creepy too. But that's about all I have to say about them. Do you have any other any other thoughts? I have
1: nothing else to add.
0: Okay. Well, then the next phase is what has blown you away?
1: So it's been a lately. long time. Mm-hmm. Do you? uh, There are two things. Do you want to hear... Wait, what were the ones? One is a 3D printed thing. Ooh. The other one...
0: That's uh, big news. You got a 3D printer, laser engraver, CNC machine.
1: It's still on order. I thought that the delivery had come, but it it Uh was a box that had something else in it. But yeah, we ordered a Snapmaker, which does 3D printing Mm -hmm. and... Laser engraving mm-hmm. and CNC milling in the yeah. same device, which I'm excited about. Yeah. So that's exciting. So I guess I'll talk about the thing that blew me away. I'm always interested in the new materials people are using to 3D print.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so I came across this is from the Core 77 website. They recently had an article where there is a company that is 3D printing a biopolymer made from orange peels.
0: Cool. So
1: they have a Kickstarter project going right now where they print this 3D lamp casing and then it has the wiring and you can put a light bulb in it too, but it looks really, really great and it's a stable product. It's not going to biodegrade significantly Mm -hmm. like in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought that was pretty an innovative use of a material. Like, It's not like there's a proliferation of, of orange peels in the world. However, <laughs> if I were given the opportunity to buy something that's plastic versus something made from something that would eventually break down, I
0: would probably... Would... Okay, because I'm wondering, like, what's the motivation? It, like, has a delicious smell and it's orange, but the reason it exists is it's a uh, renewable... Source mm-hmm. and it event. It can biodegrade if it you want to throw bio-degrade. it. Okay, so it's a yeah. it's a cool alternative to plastic. It's not like it does something that plastic can't do. Right. In terms of performance, it's just better for the earth. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, because you end up wasting a lot of plastic when you 3D print, and of course, then you make something and that's going to last forever. But you also, you know, get halfway through a print and it fails, and then you just have a giant weight wa- chunk of plastic. And I have heard some stuff about re remelting melting it and turning it back into a filament, mm-hmm. but I haven't messed with that, but yeah. yeah, that'd be great for making less plastic stuff.
1: Cool. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. How about right. you?
0: Mine is actually something I saw today. I was watching a, a Ted talk today. So I know that alliteration <laughs> amused you earlier. Apparently <laughs> she can remember enough. what you said before <laughs> today. I watched a was... Ted talk. I watched a tremendous ted talk today (laughs) and honestly the ted talk wasn't the overall wasn't that amazing it kind of had one one message to it i i mean so i don't feel like we need to necessarily share it it was pretty short it was one of those like via distance ted talks from not long ago the covid talk but uh the idea that i found so interesting was was that we have this kind of sense of sort of others you know like there's there's us and we have uh, what's it called? Like an empathy gap with some groups. So we we as humans struggle with feeling empathy for people that we can't see, okay, people that don't exist yet. So in other words, we we have trouble feeling empathy for maybe people in some distant country who we don't know, we've never met, and we'll never go. We have trouble feeling empathy for for people who don't exist yet, which can mean that we struggle a little bit with. Making major changes for to affect to improve or stop climate change because it's the people who are going to benefit from it. We don't, we don't know, like great grandkids or something like that. Like, who are they? It's hard for me to spend a lot of time worrying about them. Mm-hmm. But what this speaker also said is that we also have an empathy gap with our future selves. And if you get people thinking about, the version of them 20 years from now, they can start to build empathy for that person and start making smarter choices about their life now, saving for retirement, treating their body better, that kind of stuff. So, what blew me away was this idea that not only do we have empathy gap for people in the real world that we can kind of feel guilty about, but we all do it for ourselves too, you know. And if you you know create a some sort of rendering of what you might look like in 20 years and think about that you will be more compelled you'll feel more empathy towards your future self and do things that are more proactive
1: this is something i've thought about really well because i have had the perspective of wishing i could go back to past me yeah as me now yeah and have a conversation with past me. Yeah. And I've, after I caught myself doing that a few times, I was like, you know, future me is also <laughs> gonna have some words to say about me now.
0: Exactly. Future <laughs> me's probably got an opinion about what I'm doing today. Right. <laughs> and so I actually
1: do think about what like 80 really? year old me would think about what I'm doing right now. Uh-huh. Like, would she really like, would be like, what the heck are you doing? You don't need yes. to waste your time with this. Do this other thing. Mm-hmm. It's not important or it is important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say to 25-year-old Kristen right oh, now? Oh,
1: geez. Uh, I just really would. She That person needed a mentor Yep. in a way that wasn't, you know, like, you know, people have mentors now. And they're like, this is my professional mentor. My 25-year-old me needed a life mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know anybody at the time who would have fit well Mm. so of Mm -hmm. course i think i would make the best mentor for myself but there are very specific reasons why i think that yeah
0: yeah i think i would say to my 25 year old self maybe think bigger like don't be as scared to take on big things because even if you don't feel like you're qualified for it so, I don't know. That's that's one of the things that comes... I felt like I did a bunch of tiny projects that didn't have a huge impact just because I, I didn't think I was capable of bigger things or something like that. So, yeah, I guess I'd be like a little bit more careful about what I spent my time on. Stuff that's really going to have an impact. Mm-hmm. And what would you say to this? Or what do you, what do you think the you of 20 years from now would say? to you right now
1: these are the questions that i struggle with every day when i'm trying to figure out if where i'm spending my time now are the things that are the most valuable ways to spend my time Mm -hmm. so i hope the decisions that i'm making now are ones that i will appreciate in the future i'm trying to be more deliberate about making those good choices instead of just like waking up in the morning and f- seeing where the day takes me, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is not productive, but that's most of what was happening in my 20s. It, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have a plan that I was following to the letter at any point in my 20s. I was on a path, but it wasn't very directed. Mm-hmm. So hopefully now it is.
0: Good. Yeah, I think that the me of 20 years from now would say like, look, A, just chill out everything's gonna work out okay you know so don't stop being so stressed out about little things and upsetting people or or dropping the ball here and there it's fine i think the me of 20 years from now would say work a little harder You know, there's like a glut of people in this world who are who have, are obsessed with working and work way too much. Mm-hmm. And that's always it's been my kind of mission to not be a part of that. But I think I swung the pedal, pendulum a little too far. And so, like you know, spend a little less time goofing around and spend a little bit more time working on things that are that are important, that are lasting. Finish these projects, get them done, and off your shoulders, so you don't have to feel guilty about the documentaries and the books and the other projects that that aren't finished yet
1: do you think the 60 year old version of you what do you think that individual would say about the delorean
0: i think that individual would say take a chill pill is we like to say <laughs> in my family like just it's an awesome thing just enjoy it it's but it's an old car it's quirky. It's gonna break down. So don't. Um. What's the word? There's the biblical word. Don't yoke yourself. <laughs> don't yoke your emotions.
1: <laughs> For the record. To
0: the uh, To the Delorean, like it's gonna break down. Don't Don't get depressed. But I still struggle. Like it's still not starting, and it's it feels like I have a brain cancer or something.
1: I would go to a parade and watch you. Um, Pull a Delorean down the road,
0: (laughs) just for the record. Well, I appreciate that because we're about at that level, you know. I've been editing the the documentary that I shot about driving it up from Michigan, and I watch and I'm like, look how great the Delorean runs. It starts every time, you know. (laughs) What happened? I don't know. So I got more things to try, but I think I think the me of twenty years from now would say, good for you for going after things that. Your dreams, while you were still, you know, young enough to to do them and get in and out of a car yeah. uh, and work on a car.
1: Do you think that the sixty year old you has become the preeminent Delorean mechanic?
0: <sighs> oh, that's a good question. This is the first summer where I've been like, I don't know if I'm meant to be a Delorean owner because it's <laughs> broken my heart. And then stepped on it and crushed it so many times this summer that i was like i don't know if i want these troubles um but i that's my hope my hope is 20 years from now i will be the wise sage on the top of the mountain and some you know 35 year old delorean owner will make the pilgrimage up and say like you know dear delorean master I beg you, please tell me why my car won't start. And first, I will say, answer me this riddle. You know,
1: they <laughs> really feel like this needs to be a path because anybody who has a question about their DeLorean and getting it to run would have to make a pilgrimage to the north, mm-hmm. into Interior Alaska.
0: Yeah, that makes to sense. Come and talk to it's you. Up, up a snowy mountain yeah. in a blizzard, <laughs> and here I am, like the last place you would expect someone to know about DeLoreans. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I don't know. Each time I call my mechanic buddy, he gives me something else to test. And I'm just like, stop giving me things to test. Wait, did just...
1: you test the electrical system yet?
0: Uh
1: that's the last time not, I talked to you. Not little...
0: really. We have we have some I wanna test I wanna pull a hose and see if fuel is going to the distributor. Okay. Which maybe you can help me with today. Okay. If we have time.
1: There's
0: time. Um so anyway, that's uh that's what blew me away. So I'm trying to feel more empathy. I think I think the other thing the sixty five year old Rob sixty four technically would say is eat less and eat healthier. So you're not so fat when you're (laughs) sixty four. But, you know, my dad didn't make it to sixty four. So there's a part of me too that's just like that's been a motivator for me is like, I don't know. Sixty four year old me might be like so that's, that's gonna, terrible. It's gonna enjoy it. Now is it? I don't know because I always felt bad that my I don't my dad didn't see himself passing away at sixty. Right. So I feel like if people know that I'm aware that that's a possibility, they're not gonna feel as bad if so it does happen because they're like, oh, Rob knew it was possible. That's why he got the Delorean. That's why he lived his life now and didn't wait for retirement.
1: Well, I think yeah, as you definitely give your, yourself permission. I wasn't. I didn't frame that thought.
0: But... <laughs> Did I just make you feel bad? Yeah. I was like, yeah, definitely give yourself permission to live your life the way that you
1: went to. But...
0: Why do you feel bad?
1: Well, it was just sad to think like, oh, I'm not going to live that long. So why not just live it up? I was like, well, you're going to live it up anyway. So it's a,
0: Yeah, it's a little sad, but I think it's dangerous to assume you're guaranteed life until what, 80 or 90?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that
0: that to me is risky, and I'm not banking on that. So, I'm uh, I'm gonna a, I'm gonna live like I'm guaranteed. I think I'm guaranteed fifty, maybe fifty five.
1: This is a game that we play <laughs> with ourselves as human beings because yeah. I have so many friends who just kind of burned really hard mm-hmm. when they were younger, not even thinking that they'd make it to. 30 let alone 40 yeah now they're in their 40s and they're like damn i didn't think i would live this long really and they have to like rethink how they're structuring their lives because they didn't plan for retirement they really really weren't ingesting healthy things Mm -hmm. yeah
0: i'm not doing that like i've been saving for retirement and whatnot so i I guess i want to i want to look at life is not guaranteed from a positive point of view, not a, you know, burn my bridges, rack up credit card debt point of view. Right. <laughs> I think there's a positive way to look at it, but there's certainly a negative way. I just don't have any interest in that. I don't I don't want to smoke anything or, or drink my liver to death or anything like that. Or eat That's all the still,
1: cookies. I wanna kinda want to eat all the cookies. I do kinda
0: want to eat all the cookies, but at the same time how i don't i don't different. like how i look after i've eaten <laughs> <That is laughs> all thing. the cookies so yeah. all right well now uh we talked about what what did you i didn't see you look up because now it's your turn right did you it's figure my out turn. figure out what you want to do we for next we started week?
1: recording before we figured out what we were going to do for next the next episode
0: yeah well, you don't have to go off what's on our list. You could pick something or we could do a product review of the whatever that's called. The...
1: Is there a movie you want, to, you want to talk about? Is there like a movie with technology? Because we haven't done any movies I would yet. love to
0: talk. Is it, I always get, is it her or she? It's her. Her. The, the one with. Um... Oh,
1: good. Because I haven't actually watched the whole thing
0: oh, yet. Oh, yeah. With Scarlett Johansson and Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Boy. It's like I'm 25 years old and I can remember actors names Your again. Your brain works. That's amazing. That's <laughs> what going to Michigan did it. It just cleared the decks for me. I came back refreshed. Now I can remember celebrities names. Firing the only other time ears. I can remember celebrities names is when I'm drunk. That's one thing I <laughs> discovered. When I'm drunk, which is extremely rare cuz I'm not a big fan of that, but on these super rare occasion like once every 5 years or 10 years or more, I get drunk. I can't stop smiling and i can remember celebrities names why
1: isn't that the premise of this podcast why did why are we just now learning drunk
0: technology should we get drunk for one of these episodes <laughs> Ugh. i'm scared she my was, daughter like, would come and and have stumble reviews. upon it someday but uh yeah those the only benefits of so i should i should i should like get drunk before i play trivial pursuit i bet i could remember all that stuff
1: i bet yeah i'd be like
0: barbara streisand kurt russell
1: So we're both the one guy
0: whose name I can never remember. Jurassic Park the scientist.
1: Oh, Uh, that guy.
0: I can never remember his name, and I love him as an actor. Oh, (laughs) I can never remember it. Why did you do that? I know. (laughs) This is how you screw with 40 year olds. (laughs) That was me. I just broke Kristen. Okay, well, next (laughs) time we're going to talk about her. Okay, and you're gonna Joaquin watch it again. Phoenix. Right? I'll watch it again,
1: and I will watch it for the first time.
0: It gets a little brutal, but that one's not that one's not too bad. Um, and uh, and one of the things I want to talk about in that movie is how movies about the future pick and choose which technology advances, mm-hmm. and they freeze everything else. And I find that very irritating. That they, you know, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk okay. about that when we talk about her. Awesome movie. Definitely recommend watching it. Um, and we'll have some thoughts on that for next time. I'm excited. Thanks, Kristen. <laughs> What's his name?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> I know Laura Dern is the supporting act- actress.
0: She's cute.
1: She is... I like her as an actress. Who is the guy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's also in... Um, independence day isn't he like his like his dad or something he needs to rescue his grumpy dad he's also in the fly he's also he's the main actor in the fly i love how listeners right now are like it's what's his name and i blank and every time you know i come up with memory techniques i'm like i'm never gonna forget his name again and i always forget his name and he's i love him as an actor.
1: Huh. <laughs> oh, well, you know who I'm talking about, right? I do. I, I know exactly and I just don't know his name. At this very moment, I know his name.
0: This it's like the, the 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 vowels and the consonants are floating around I know, in my mind. I have. Don't the... look it up. Why? Cuz you can't. This is cheating.
1: We have to end this podcast. You list. have
0: to keep your brain smart. We're going to keep talking until we think of this guy's name. Oh, for
1: the love of chickens.
0: Um Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> hey! Oh independence day yeah really i think yeah
1: that messed me up
0: yeah it wasn't a big part but i love jeff goldblum see it just comes to you mo like i don't know where it's so strange <laughs> thank you Kristen.
1: thanks rob
0: thanks for listening to the in stuff podcast If you'd like to join the discussion or see links to the things we referenced in today's episode, feel free to pop on over to instuffpodcast.com. That's the letter N, stuffpodcast.com. If you're enjoying the Instuff Podcast, check out my other podcast, Dark Winter Nights, True Stories from Alaska. In each episode, we share amazing true stories from Alaska told by the Alaskans who experienced them. The New York Times recently called Dark Winter Nights the best winter podcast for storytelling lovers. Check out Dark Winter Nights, True Stories from Alaska, wherever you get your podcasts, or at darkwinternights.com, winternights.com. The Instuff Podcast is sponsored by Scratch Band. Just stop touching your face. Don't make me explain why anymore. It's gross. I don't care if you buy Scratch Band or come up with some other way to do it, but just quit. I mean, it's the easiest way I've found to quit touching my face, but you know, whatever works for you. Scratchband, join the evolution. More information at scratchband.life, also available on amazon.com.